friends, beloved in Jesus' name, amen. And welcome also to our viewers online. Uh, we are here to receive from the Lord. And I'm very much excited actually about this opportunity that has come about as a result of the lockdown and all the regulations because now we've got even good time to just engage one another in the word of God. Amen. And actually it's even, it's like we, we should have had this moment already where we just sit, like when Jesus would sit with his disciples, sometimes Jesus would just sit with Mary, just discussing the word, going through what God says. Amen. So that's why then I'm saying I'm very much glad for this opportunity. And as an introduction, I think we are continuing with what we started last week, and we'll do this the whole month. Lord, teach us to pray. So obviously, if those were the words of one of the disciples of Jesus who walked with Jesus on earth, and still he said, Lord, teach us to pray. It means it is necessary for us to be taught to pray. Because sometimes if we don't know how to pray, we are going to think that we are praying when we are not praying. Amen. As an introduction, let me just ask you, just also for you just to reflect. My sense is that all over the world, there are many people who pray. Okay? And among those, there are those who pray as a ritual, as a religious ritual. I've been there. You remember those prayers we used to pray as grade ones, substandard A? We were not really praying for God to answer. We're praying because it's time, the school is over, we want to go home. And some of you, even when you pray for food, you pray like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a religious ritual. Just a religious ritual. You don't even know that you are actually praying to God. Okay? So it means there is that kind of prayer, which is just a religious ritual. That one, the good thing with that one and people who pray that one is that they don't even expect to be answered. So it's, it's fine, isn't it? Do you know that usually the religious prayers, people are not praying them, expecting God to answer. They are praying because it's a ritual for them. So then that's fine. Then there is also a prayer for those that uh, go to, to prayer with the attitude of saying, God sometimes answers, sometimes he doesn't. And it's all up to God. Believe some of us have been there also. And then there are also sometimes where you pray, and then you feel I've been praying, and it seems this prayer business doesn't work. I think some of you have been there also. And there are also others, some of us who pray. You pray, you get answers, but there are sometimes you pray, you get answers immediately. Okay? Sometimes you pray, you don't get the answer immediately, but you are sure in your heart that my prayer is answered, and then you still see the answer. Sometimes you pray, and you have a sense, I don't have a breakthrough yet. I still need to persevere. And then you persevere. Do you see now that there is broad spectrum of how we can pray? So I want us to use the example of Jesus. So Luke 11, 1 uh, in the New King James Version, that's our text scripture. 
It says, now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place. So the good part there is that you can see that Jesus used to pray. So you can't be a Christian and say you, are, you have now graduated. You don't have to pray. No, Jesus was praying in a certain place. And he, when he ceased, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. So I'm very glad that we are here to be taught to pray. Can I just say to you, Jesus did not only, last week we dwelt so much on what we call the Lord's Prayer, when the Lord was teaching them how to pray. But what Jesus did in addition to that, he also modeled the lifestyle of prayer. So today I want us to look at how he did that. In other words, instead of just telling us pray like this, we want to see how did he pray. Those are two different things, isn't it? You can most of you, you know how to tell people to pray. But is that how you pray? Okay? Because sometimes we say, no, you need to persevere, my sister. You need to stand strong in faith, my sister. Is that what you do? So let's look at Jesus and look at several examples. You don't have this in your notes. This, this came, uh, I think, this week. So it's, it's an import. So you will, you will just need to note that. And at the end of, I think, Rolly, let's just make sure that for our Bible studies, I think the notes that we did on studying the Bible would need to put that on our website. And this one's also, let's first finish this and modify it. And at the end, we can put the notes also on the website so that you can also have access to them at your own time. But as the Lord was revealing this to me, I mean, I've never seen this before, but as he was ministering to me, to me, I was just very getting very excited to look at the prayer life of Jesus and also see that as today we are going to focus on various kinds of prayers. I noticed that Jesus prayed them also. Various kinds. Okay? So what we are going to do for the sake of time, I will allocate uh, verses for people to read. There's Mark 4, 39 to 40. Mark 4, 39 to 40. Can we give that one to uh, Mr. Netanyahu? Mark 4, 39 to 40, New King James Version. Then we've got Mark 11, 12 to 14. We can give that one to Waripa New King James Version. Then we have Mark 11, 20 to 22. We'll give that to Vuti New King James Version. Then let's come to Mr. Nkabinde with uh, Mark 8, 22 to 25. Mark 8, 22 to 25. You will see this. Uh, I was really blessed when I was going through this. I was really encouraged and realized, okay, so it means I can't just pray in one way. There are different ways of praying depending on what I'm praying for. Uh, Miss Bomber can you do for us Matthew 4.2? That one you can do it in any version. Matthew 4.2. 
what may you can do for us? Luke 6.12. Luke 6.12. If you've got the New King James, that would be good. You can do it in the New King James Version. And then behind Vome is that Sister Omar. Okay, thank you. So with the masks, we've got to look closely and carefully. So John 17, it's actually 9 to 21, but I think for the sake of time, write it as 9 to 21. It will depend on, I might cut you along the way or I might allow you to read all of it. John 17, 9 to 21. You will do for us Matthew 26, 36 to 39. Matthew 26, 36 to 39. If you've got in the New King James Version, that would be good. And then, uh, Miss Bomber. Yeah, yours is Matthew 14. Just want to see Jesus first. Yeah, yeah. Where was I? With was total. Okay. Then the last one, we can give it to Mrs. MJ. Luke. 2346. If you've got it in the New King James Version, it would be good. Luke 2346. So, as you are going to read, the purpose of this, because today we're going to dwell on learning about various kinds of prayers. Just want you to reflect also on the, because I used to know different kinds of prayers, but I never really dwelt deep to see how Jesus also prayed. Beside him, just teaching us, pray this way. But we also want to see how he prayed. So let's start, Mr. Netanjani. So you just say which portion of scripture it is, and then you read. Mark 4, 39 to 40. Then he arose and rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was great calm. But he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Okay. So that first one, I want you to look at that one. So for me, there are several things I'm picking there. One, I'm picking that it's not always that when I pray, I'm talking to God or praying to the Father. I can speak to a situation. Isn't it? You can command a situation in the name of Jesus. Okay. But the other thing that I'm seeing there is that it seems like the wind ceased immediately when he prayed. You see there he got the answer straight away. He, he could, it could be manifested and be seen. But then he says, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? So to me it means this kind of prayer, I can call it the prayer of faith, where you just decree a thing and it happens. Okay? You decree it, you speak it into being. So let's do what Padru for us. You will tell us which one is that. Mark 11, verse 12 to 14. Now the next day, when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, 
Let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And his disciples heard it. Okay. I like this. You see, Jesus, it seems Jesus everywhere he went, if something was not in the way that he wanted, he would speak to it. He spoke to the wind, isn't it? And the wind ceased. But now here he speaks to the fig tree. And he passed. But it seems to the natural eyes, was that fig tree, did the fig tree respond to the words of Jesus? To the natural eyes? Not at that moment. But still, there Jesus was not, didn't have to see that it's done. He, didn't, he knew that it's settled. So, would they read it for us? Mark 11, 20 to 22. Mark 11, 20 to 22. Now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed is withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. Okay. In the first one he said, How is it that you have no faith? I've done this by faith. So here he says, have faith in God. I've done this by faith. But how did he do it? He spoke. But we didn't see it happening. So the next day, it says, when Peter saw, which to me says sometimes your, your, your senses usually they are behind. Can you just look at somebody and say, your senses are behind. Because it was not, so maybe I will ask this one and it's also just for us to reflect since this is Bible study. Do you think the fig tree started to dry up when Jesus spoke or do you think it started to dry up when Peter saw that it was dry? Okay, when Jesus spoke. So, do you think that some of your situations start to dry up when you speak or when you see them drying up? When you speak. That's why Jesus says, believe you receive when you pray. That's a prayer of faith. Okay? Believe you receive when you pray. Are we getting that? Because I want us to get this and understand why Jesus was so successful in prayer. But then again, something that really challenged me and turned my heart on was to realize that when Jesus was on the earth, he did not operate as God. He operated as a human being so that he can set an example for us. That's why the Bible would talk things like Jesus was hungry. It would talk about Jesus was weary. Jesus wept at the tomb of Lazarus. So, that's, those are not the attributes of God. Those are attributes of human, human beings. So now, obviously there, he spoke to, when he to, spoke to the wind, people could see it has responded. He spoke to the fig tree. <laughs> Interestingly, so I'm not sure what Peter was thinking. Maybe after Jesus spoke to the fig tree, the fig tree was still dry, it was still green. Not sure what he was thinking, going, going, going. So when he came back the next day, it seems like he wanted to check. Like some of you usually pray and you want to check. Isn't it? And when he checked this, oh, 
the fig tree that you cast is withered away. And Jesus, it was not as if Jesus was surprised and said, oh, did it really wither? Because some of you, you pray for something and when it happens, you are surprised. So, so it means you were not really doing it in faith. You remember the people who were praying for Peter to come out of prison. They were praying that he should come out of prison and as they were praying, 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 then when there was a knock at the door and Dorcas went to the door and opened it and said, it's Peter. Uh, you should be out of your mind. It can't be Peter. But what were you praying for? Okay? So now, when it says there that Jesus, when Peter said, the fig tree that you cast is withered away, Jesus' answer was, have faith in God. So I would also regard this as a prayer of faith. Okay? So there are those prayers that you speak to a thing, especially when you know what the will of God is. It's like when it comes to healing, <clears throat> I don't pray, Father, if it's your will, heal her. I don't pray such prayers. Because I know what is God's will concerning healing. Amen. So when you know what God has said, you can pray the prayer of faith. Especially for those things where you can pray and immediately the thing should obey you. Look at this. So next one, is it you, Mr. Nkabinde? Okay, you tell us which one it is. And I want you to analyze the first one for Mr. Netanyahu's one. The results were seen immediately. For the one of Warif and Brother Vuthi, the results came immediately, but they were not visible to the eyes. Which means, you remember even with Daniel when he was told, the very first day you prayed, your prayer was answered. But in the natural, he could not see it. So it seems some of your prayers, some of you here, some of your prayers are already answered. But it's just that your senses are behind. Amen. So Peter only saw it the next day. But it was already done. But look at this other one. This one also interested me. Mark 8, 22 to 25. Mr. Kabinde, you can read it for us. Then he came to Bethsaida, and they brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. So he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he spit on his eyes and put his hands on him, he asked him if he saw anything. And he looked up and said, I see men like trees walking. Then he put his hands on his eyes again and made him look up. And he was restored and he saw everyone clearly. Hmm. Did you hear that? So that sounds different, isn't it? It's not, it's not like the storm that just responded quickly like that. It's also not like the one where he was sure that it's done and he left it and continued moving. Okay? Here... He prays for him and he asks, do you see anything? Now, the man says, I see men like trees walking. Do you think Jesus would leave it there? I mean, if, if he's going to see men like trees walking all his life, then this miracle is not complete. So what did Jesus do? Huh? <laughs> then he put his hands on his eyes again. 
I want you to look at this and reflect. So there are times sometimes when you pray and you have a sense, I don't have a breakthrough yet. I know I'm believing God. I know these things should be so, but somehow I just don't feel I have a breakthrough. So it means I can't leave it because otherwise man will be walking like tree the rest of, <laughs> of, of, of your life. So if you see that men are still walking like trees, pray again until they walk straight. Amen. Are you getting this? Already you can see, you see how different things. I mean, now if, if uh, Mr. Netanyahu, if you were used to always praying and then see it immediately, you would have been thinking that God is not answering when you see the Woody one. And when you go that way, you would have, when you come here to Mr. Nkabindo, you would have even thought, wow. Okay, let's continue. Next one. Matthew 4, verse 2. Jesus is tested in the wilderness. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Okay. So this one I also see the fasting and prayer with Jesus. So it means I can't say I'm so spiritual that I don't have to fast if Jesus fasted. But I just need to know how to pray and fast. And also I need to know when to fast and for what purpose. Because you can look at all these things here. Jesus is using different means for different things. So he's not just using, you see last week when he taught us, pray this way, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That was a format to give you a format, almost like to say there should be worship there, there should be praising God there, there should be asking for your needs there, there should be glorifying the name of the Lord there and all that. But now, with different situations, you would need different methodologies. <clears throat> Can we go to Luke 6.12? New King James Version. Amen. Now it came pass, it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray. And he continue and continue all night in prayer to God. Okay, so now, okay, just uh, for the sake of Mister uh, Valencia, so those ones won't be in your notes. So the, this this like we just this one through this week as I was meditating about this. These are some of the things that the Lord was sharing with me specifically because today we're going to talk about different kinds of prayers but also just to look at the life of Jesus. And so how we pray. So in this one, I see it also different from what he did to the, to the wind that he just rebuked and it just stopped. Here I'm seeing him spending the whole night in prayer. Did you get that? Okay. John 17. Sister Omar. John 17 from verse 9 to 21. Yeah, we may stop you along the way. Okay. okay. I pray for them. Okay. So I when you say I pray for them, what are you doing? 
you are interceding. Okay? So, you can see there he had the issue that he was dealing with. It was facing him. The storms were facing him and his disciples. So, he had to rebuke it. The fig tree, it was his own personal challenge. He dealt with it. Okay? Now, here he says, I pray for them. Okay, continue. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me. For they are yours. And all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to you. Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me, I have kept. And none of them is lost except the son of perdition, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, that myself, that they also may be sanctified by the truth. I do not pray for this alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in one in us, that the world may believe that you have sent me. Amen. So you can see there also that uh, Jesus is praying for them, the disciples, and also praying for us. So that is what we call intercession. So already you can see different kinds of prayer. You can see Jesus is not doing the same thing every time when he says he's going to pray. Okay? Can we see Matthew 26, Mukegu? 36 to 39, New King James Version. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples, Sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little further and fell on his face, and he prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Amen. Again, do you see another way that Jesus is praying here? I'm picking two things here. Firstly, 
Actually, I'm picking three things. One, when he was praying this one, you can see that he was feeling down. And he expressed that. Okay? He didn't pray like, peace, be still. You could feel that he was under pressure. And he was feeling emotionally drained. He was looking forward and realizing, I need to be sacrificed. And I will have to be separated from my God. And he thinks of that anguish and that pain of being separated from God. And then it says, he says, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Oh, Jesus speaking like that. But he says, stay here and watch with me. So now he needs somebody to agree with him. Okay? So he picked the three. The other ones, he left them out there. But this uh, Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, so Peter, James, and John, they were close to him, so he says, guys, please, stand with me in prayer. So it means there are some times when you need other people to stand with you in prayer. In a prayer of argument. But then, the part that I see there, which is the other part of this prayer of Jesus, he says, oh my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Does this sound like a prayer of faith? Hmm? It doesn't sound like that to me. doesn't sound like he's commanding things here. It sounds like he's saying, Lord, it's possible. Let this cup pass for me. So this is the first time, the only time I heard Jesus using a if in prayer. Usually, he would just address an issue. But here he says, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but your will be done. Okay, Miss MJ. Luke 23, verse 46. And when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. Again, there you can see, it's not, it's not like a, a prayer of faith saying, declaring a thing and all that. He says, I commit my spirit unto you, Father. Okay? It's not, it's not even expecting to hear back from God to tell him anything. Father, I commit my spirit unto you. And your breath is last. Okay. So, you saw what we did with Jesus. Okay, so I'll open up now just for some reflections on these portions of scriptures that we read and on how now you can see because sometimes you pray. Imagine now where you need, you saw how Jesus prayed differently for different things. Did you pick that? Yeah, so now imagine if you were always praying the same way for everything then sometimes it would not have worked and you would have thought prayer doesn't work. Because you are not using the right prayer. Isn't it? So in other words, this thing of if it, it be your will 
You can't use that when there is sickness. Okay? It won't work. Amen. This is the only place where I see Jesus saying, if it's your will, about the cup that he was supposed to drink. But in all the other situations, if the wind is there, peace, be still. Amen. So can we just reflect, anybody, any reflections as we're going through this? What what was bubbling in your spirit? Because for me also, when uh, you can see in your notes, I had prepared to talk with you about different kinds of prayers. But this is a very good introduction to the different kinds of prayer. So when we just read those other ones that are in your notes, it will just be an affirmation because we've already seen how the master modeled them. Okay. Can we get some comments, please? This is Bible study. Anything that bubbled in your spirit, woman? Yeah, Jesus Christ was a human, and um, when he came here on earth, he became human indeed, so that when he shows us how to follow him, we mustn't be afraid and say he was God. Because we can see that all challenges which people are getting here on earth, Jesus has experienced them. Because if we experience wind, he experienced it. Hunger, he experienced it. And uh, it it encourages me that I need to know that where I need to cry, I must cry. Where I need to crawl, I must crawl. Because he didn't do things like God here on earth. Amen. 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 Thank you very much for that comment. That's why I was also moved by the time when he says, my spirit is sorrowful even unto death. He was really feeling vulnerable there. Okay? But those are very few prayers that he prayed like that. So don't always be praying like that. We want you to, so if you look at Jesus, the many prayers that he prayed were, peace be still, rise up and walk, this, this, this. It was the faith kind of prayers. Those are the ones that should fill your diary more. The exceeding sorrowful and the, if it's your will, once in a while, if, yeah. Okay? So if we are modeling Jesus, like Vome was saying, when he was on the earth, he set an example for us. So it means there are times sometimes when you feel really just feeling down. So the kind of prayer I need would be similar to the one that Jesus had when he was feeling And there he was strengthened. You remember when he prayed like that, the Bible says, then the angel was sent and strengthened him. Amen. Other comments? You definitely have something because I was challenged when I looked at this, when looking at the kinds of prayer, and then I started realizing, actually even in the life of Jesus, then I was challenged to see that Sometimes even the prayers that we think are not answered is because we either are not using the right tool or maybe we are not at the right, we haven't positioned ourselves well yet. Okay, Sister Omar. Amen. Okay, what was uh, uh, for me, that what, I, what I saw is the different prayers that Jesus used 
word prayer to apply for what situation. Amen. So every time he was faced with a certain situation, he immediately knew that this, this needs faith. This is a storm rising and I need to command it. Or maybe this is a fig tree, I need to speak to it. Mm. This is my disciple, I'm going and I want to intercede for them. Amen. So he knew what to what what prayer mm. to, what kind of the kind of prayer he needed to apply in that Amen. situation. So even for us, like uh, Pastor just mentioned, we need to know which uh, prayers to, 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 to use Amen. for whatever situation we face. Amen. Yeah. No, thank you very much. That is profound. That is powerful. That's exactly the essence of why I shared this with you. So that you might understand in different situations, you might need to use different kinds of prayers. Okay? So that's why you will hear the Bible says, pray with all kinds of prayers. You've seen such a verse. Okay? So it means it might not always work with one kind. Do you know why some of us have got more than one cars? Hmm? We've got more than one car, some of us. You know why? It's not just luxury. Different kinds of cars have got different kinds of utilities. Okay? I like a Mercedes-Benz, a sedan Mercedes-Benz. It's a very good car on a tar road. But I don't need such a car if I'm in a mud carrying musical instruments. Okay? So it means, if now, just because, imagine now, I'm using a Mercedes-Benz sedan, a C-Class, in a mud, and I want to carry the musical instruments, what do you think I will say about the, the Mercedes-Benz? I will say this car doesn't work. Isn't it? But does the Mercedes-Benz really not work? It's just that it's not the appropriate one for what I wanted to use it for. So sometimes, even in your prayers, when you think it's not working, check. Maybe you were carrying instruments with a Mercedes-Benz in a mud. It won't work. Amen. So that's why it's necessary to be taught to pray. And Jesus did not only teach us to pray, he modeled it so that we may be skilled. So that's why I say, I like what Sister Oma said. Can we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 26? And after doing this one, then the rest will be in your notes. <laughs> then it's easy to conclude. So it's, it's probably more, even more nicer. It will gel well with what was in your what. Uh, has been in your notes. First Corinthians 9.26. I'll do it in the Good News Translation. It says, that's why I run straight for the finish line. That's why I'm like a boxer who does not waste his punches. <laughs> you see how Paul lived his life. He says, I'm not, I'm like a boxer who doesn't sh do like shadow boxing. I don't waste my punches. So I also don't want to waste my prayers. <laughs> the other time, I think Vobna was laughing at me with this thing where you just find maybe you are walking, people see you going to church. Pray for us. I don't have such prayers myself. <laughs> because I don't want to be boxing the air. 
I want to pray knowing that God hears me. I don't want to pray a religious prayer. So Paul says, I don't want to be like a boxer who wastes his punches. So every punch that goes through, there was this man. For him, he, he used to hunt uh, games, wild animals. If he has three bullets, he's got three animals. So in other words, for him, every bullet is an animal. Okay? So don't you think your prayer life should be like that? Okay? Every prayer I pray, there is an answer. Because some of you, you are praying a lot. But if you were to measure, like we, did, we said last week, if you were to say, of this number of prayers that I prayed, how many were answered? And you do a stock take. Then you might find a very low yield. And therefore, it's necessary to be taught to pray. That's why I'm glad for those of you who are here, who are learning to pray. I'm also still learning to pray. Amen. Because as the Lord was sharing this with me, there are some things that I realized, oh, in my prayer life, maybe here I need to do this. Maybe here I need to do this. Different ways of doing it. Okay? Ephesians chapter 6. 18a NIV. Now we're starting to go for your notes. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. Did you see that? Pray with how many kinds? So if you only know one kind, it's like when you only have one car, sometimes you will get stuck. Because the car can't just do everything. Okay? So pray with all kinds of prayers and requests. We go to First Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. In the uh, AMPC, uh, Amplified AMPC, I think there's two kinds of Amplified. The one that I'm reading on here, it says, first of all then, I urge that petitions, and in brackets, specific requests. You see now he's defining petition. Prayers, intercessions, in brackets, praying for others. And thanksgivings be offered on behalf of all the people. You see now, did you just see what Paul is exhorting us? He says petitions, so it means sometimes there are times when I need to use, we said the prayer of faith, there are times when I would also need to use a petition, a request, supplication, pleading my case before God. And then there are times when I would need to intercede, praying for others. And sometimes I need to just have thanksgiving moment. Okay? That's what he's saying there. So, And you see now, when you use all these different kinds of prayers, then you can see you get your results. So my sense, when I look at the prayer of petition, 
and supplication, I see the Bible using them interchangeably. Because the same portion of scripture in Amplified that talks about petitions. If you read it in the King James Version, KJV, 1 Timothy 2.1, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, you see now he says supplications, where in, in, in the Amplified it was the word petition. Prayers, intercessions remain as intercession and giving of thanks be made for all men. So it means I can have these different kinds of prayer. Prayer of faith, we already talked about it, but look at this. James 5, 15, King James Version. I will do 14 and 15. I told you, when it comes to healing, I go for prayer of faith. Now, 14 and 15 in New King James. In your notes, I think I had only written 15. But as I was meditating about this, I actually realized we need to also put 14 so that you can link that prayer of faith also with healing. Is any among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. So, when I pray the prayer of faith, I don't pray, Father, if it's your will, heal her. That won't work. It's the wrong kind of prayer. Okay? We need the prayer of faith. Do like what Jesus did. Be healed. Rise up and walk. Okay? You remember even when Peter and John were coming to the temple, that man was crippled. You saw how they prayed. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give unto you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. They didn't even try to call the father. Okay? In that case, they did like Jesus did. When you face a thing, you speak to it. The prayer of faith. So it says the prayer of faith shall save the sick. That's why Mark eleven twenty four in the King James Version, it says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So the prayer of faith, when you pray, you believe you receive. Now, I like John 14, 12 to 14. It's not there also in your notes, but you'll get the notes also at the end. I'll do it in the TLB. Because I want you to see something. John 14, 12 to 14, TLB. In solemn truth I tell you, anyone believing in me shall do the same miracles I've done, and every even greater ones, because I'm going to be with the Father. You can ask him for anything using my name, and I will do it. For this will bring praise to the Father because of what I, the Son, will do for you. Yes, ask anything using my name, and I will do it. Okay, the reason why I like it in the TLB here, it gives me a different sense from saying asking in the name of Jesus. He says ask using my name. So to me it sounds like in the name of silver and gold have I none. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Okay? They used the name of Jesus and it happened. Also even when you cast out devils, you use the name of Jesus and you have to be obeyed. 
You can't be asking, Father, please remove this demon. That prayer doesn't work. Okay? Because you need the prayer of faith. You need to speak to it. He says, if you ask anything using my name, it shall be done. Scholars say, actually, that portion of scripture, which says, if you ask anything using my name, it will be done. Some scholars say, it actually say in the original uh, Greek, if it's not there, it will be created for you. Amen. So in other words, you ask. You see, that's the good thing with asking from God. God does not only give you from what he has. He can also give you from what is not there yet. Do you know that as human beings, we can only give what is already available. God can give even what is not yet available. That's why the Bible says God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can think or ask according to his mighty power that is at work within us. So it means there are some things that my mind can't even reach. And God is still able to do it. Okay? So if it's not there, it will be created for me. Job 22, 28, King James Version, Thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. Acts 3, 6 to 7, King James Version. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, such as I have, I give thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Okay? I think we've already touched on the prayer of supplication or petition. You can add Philippians 4, 6. I'll do both King James Version and Amplified. You'll just see that in one, in King James it uses the word Supplication in the Amplified, it uses the word petition. Philippians 4, 6, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. In the Amplified, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstances and in everything, by prayer and petition, definite requests, with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. Are you getting that? Are you getting excited in your spirit like me? Amen. Because now you will not be shadow boxing. You're going to say, I know how to hit the mark. Amen. I pray like a seasoned. What is a a pray? A person who pray, can we call him a prayer? I think, Miss Matambela, last week you agreed we can call him a prayer. A person who prays can be a prayer, isn't it? It's like a person who teaches. A person who teaches is a teacher. So a person who prays is a yeah. Because a prayer warrior is one who prays a lot. I'm just talking a person who prays. Can that be a prayer? Yeah. So I say you can be a seasoned prayer. A skilled prayer. Like I gave you an example to some of you last week. I said when I grew up, there would be a lot of birds on the bush. And we used to use, so when you want to hit one, if you just aim for the hole, you get nothing. So the skilled ones, they would aim for a specific one and they would get it. So that's why I say some of your prayers, you guys pray and you just throw things there. 
In case one of my prayers hits the mark. That's why you're getting nothing. You're learning the hard way. I learned that and for all my years I was getting nothing. And indeed I got nothing that way. Okay? Intercessory prayer. We saw how Jesus interceded for his disciples. Isaiah 59.16 and Ezekiel 22.30. Isaiah 59.16 and when he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor Therefore his own arm brought him salvation and his righteousness it sustained him. And then in Ezekiel 22.30 And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it but I found none. So an intercessor is somebody who stands in the gap. Okay? You stand in the gap. You pray on behalf of other people. You plead a case on behalf of others. You know I'm sorted here, but now I want to do it for the sake of others because I love them. You intercede for your loved ones. You intercede even for your pastor. That your pastor would keep on coming with good weight. That the Lord would keep on revealing himself to me. That also the Lord would preserve me and preserve my life. You know why, guys, it's... I believe God for long life for my own self and I know I will live long but I even need your prayers also there. I'm reminded there was one time when David you remember when uh, the soldiers of David wanted to go and capture Absalom. Okay? So David wanted to go to war and I like the wisdom of those soldiers. They said you don't come with us because you are worth <laughs> you are worth a thousand of us. So if they kill a thousand soldiers, it's still fine. But if they get you, we are finished. So hence, it's very important to pray for your pastors, guys. Amen. Amen. You need to say, he's worth. <laughs> so because if it's like that, it means also the devil knows that. Okay? So that's why you have to think it like that. Pray for us. Amen. So, <clears throat> there's also another prayer. We can call it praying in the spirit. Those of you who are baptized with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, you can pray in the spirit. Because sometimes there are times when you don't know what to pray for as you ought. So if you only pray in the languages that you, you know, you will be limited. Because you can only pray the things that you know. But sometimes some of the things you don't know. So Romans 8.26, King James Version. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself, we should say the Spirit himself, maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So he says, when I'm praying in the Spirit... The spirit knows what the will of God is. So because some of you, you, you just feel, maybe sometimes you just feel, I just have this burden. I, I just feel I need to pray for my parents. I don't know, but something, I, I'm just feeling this prompting to pray for them. Now, if you are only limited to how you know to pray in the languages that you know, you will be limited. So sometimes we don't know what to pray for, for as we ought. That is where now praying in the spirit comes in handy. 
Because now you can speak mysteries. And even when your mind doesn't understand it, you know the problem with the mind. Go to 1 Corinthians 14, 14 to 16 in the King James Version. Because some of you, you were prayed for, for baptism with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. But when you started praying in other tongues, your mind was questioning you a lot. Your mind was telling, ah, what do you think? Do you think, no, these are not tongues. You're just making things up. You see, your mind is not used to be blocked out. Your mind is used to always reasoning things. Now look at how Paul puts it. 1 Corinthians 14, 14 to 16, King James Version. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. In other words, when I'm praying in an unknown tongue, it is my spirit that is praying. (laughs) The mind (laughs) doesn't get it. Yeah, and I think it's better because if I only pray with what I know, I will be limited. I also want to pray in the spirit. So that's why Paul says, what is it then? I'll pray with the spirit, but I'll also pray with the understanding. So there are some things sometimes that I know that I would pray with the understanding where my mind understands it. But there would also be times when I would pray in the spirit. I would sing with the spirit. I would also sing with the understanding. Amen. You got that? Prayer of agreement. Matthew eighteen nineteen. Again I say unto you, if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Remember when Jesus also sometimes took, like he took the three to join him. Sometimes you need others to join you. Especially people of the like faith. The Bible says in Deuteronomy, in the book of Deuteronomy, how can one chase chase a thousand, if one chase a thousand, two chases ten thousand. Okay? So there are times sometimes you are traveling, you are persevering, but you feel I need somebody to stand in prayer with me. It's fine. It says, if two of you shall agree. So you can agree. You can get somebody to agree with. Sometimes you even need to call your pastor or you call one man. We are there to pray with you. We are there to stand with you in faith. Because some of you, you think it's weakness to, to call one man or the pastor to pray with you. No, that's strength. You know what kind of prayer to use when. Amen. Yeah, the unskilled ones even the prayers where they need to call on the pastor, they will be working in the mud. And they will say it's not working because you're using the wrong one. Amen. Prayer and fasting, Matthew 6, 16 to 18. When you fast, don't look somber on, as the hypocrites do. They disfigure their faces to show others that they are fasting. So he says, when you fast, He doesn't say, if you fast. (laughs) When you fast. So he's just giving you tips for the time when you fast. Okay? Acts 13, 1 to 3. King James Version. Now there were in the church that was at Antioch, certain prophets and teachers, as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene, and Manayan, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted. The Holy Ghost said, separate me, 
Barnabas and Saul, for the work where unto I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed, laid their hands on them, they sent them away. Are you getting this? Are you getting excited in your spirit? Are you getting recharged in your prayer life? Yeah, there's a lot of adjustments that we need to make. Fortunately, it's not like cars that you need to buy where you may say, I don't have money for the baki. No, you have the scriptures. I've given you the scriptures. So all these different kinds of prayers, use them. Amen. Use them. And then, of course, there's praise and worship. So next week, we will dwell much on praise and worship. Okay? Because we need to be taught to pray. And I'm getting excited. When I just look at these examples here today, I'm really stirred up and encouraged. So just to test your understanding, I'm going to give you a portion of scripture. It's a bit long, but let's see how far you go. I'll give you... So anyway, I think I need to claim my five minutes back. (laughs) Because we started six minutes past. So it means we should go until 13.36. Yeah, because I'm, I'm conscious of time. As much as I want you to keep time, I also have to keep time as the preacher. It works both ways. Amen. So can we look at Daniel chapter 9 from verse 1 to verse 23? Just see how far you go. I'm giving you let's give you 15 minutes like we did last week. Daniel 9, 1 to 23. So, what I want to look here, last week, we said, Lord, teach us to pray. And we looked at what we call the Lord's Prayer. We also looked at the lifestyle of Elijah, how Elijah prayed. You remember? So today, I've shown you how Jesus prayed. And these different kinds of prayers, we just explained them now. Okay? I want you now with that understanding of the Lord's prayer, the assets that were there, together with these different kinds of prayer thing, let's look at this prayer that Daniel prayed. In Daniel 9, 1 to 23. Daniel 9, 1 to 23. And uh, just include also Daniel... 10, 12 to 14. Yeah. Daniel 10, 12 to 14. So it's those two. Daniel 9, 1 to 23. Daniel 10, 12 to 14. And you know the rules of studying the Bible. You remember in July we were teaching you how to study the Bible. So we said don't study the Bible like reading a newspaper. So if you are studying and something captures you, and the Spirit of the Lord wants to minister something to you. Don't rush to finish. Dwell there and let the Lord minister to you. 20 minutes. So at half past, we will reconvene and then I get some feedback. I want you to just pick some of the things. I want to know if you understood what we were doing and also how Daniel did it. In Jesus' name. So we said Daniel 9, 1 to 23. In Daniel 10, 12 to 14. And those, 
those of you who are following us online, you can also put your comments or your inputs, and Mr. MJ will uh, consolidate that and will also pick up on what you are learning so that we can learn together and share together. So we're going to get some feedback. And I think like we learned uh, when we're doing the Bible study sessions in July, is that when you approach the Word of God, you go to the Word of God, allowing the Holy Spirit to minister to you. So whatever He speaks to you may be different from what He would have spoken to me. So that's why we need to learn just what... When you look at this uh, portion, the two portions of Scripture in the book of Daniel, looking at how Daniel prayed, using some of the lessons that you have learned last week and this week, and also maybe in your own personal life, what are some of the things that you are picking? So, Mr. MJ, you can in the meantime... Okay, maybe let's start with the online ones. Mr. MJ. Okay, um, so from our online congregants, we, we brought Abner. So from the portion of scripture that we just read now, he was highlighting that uh, Daniel was in prayer, or the types of prayers that he put was prayer, petition, and fasting that he made so that God can restore Israel. He also highlighted that there is also a prayer of thanksgiving in there, and that um, he had to humble himself before God, and also the prayer of intercession as he prayed on behalf of Israel. And then he concluded by saying that the prayer of a one righteous man changed the fate of the whole nation. Amen. That's very powerful. Thank you very much for joining us, and thank you for that comment. And we also say thanks to the media team, because had it not been for the media team, you would, you would have missed what you learned. So it's good that you learned even from home. But indeed, I think you can see from this prayer of Daniel, as Abner also shared some of those experiences, you, there's a lot to learn. But when you were reading this portion of scripture before, you couldn't see all these many things. Now, you've got a new lens. You're seeing all this. Oh, okay. Now he thanks God. Here he confesses the sins. Here he is praying for the people. Here he's doing this. Here he's interceding. And all that. Okay. Other comment? Um, the other one is from Mrs. Mnungufara. It seems like what stood out for her is that she is a prayer. So that one was okay. very bold. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's good to be prayers. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. Okay. For those of us here now, you can't be beaten by people online when you are here. Because actually, I like what Dr. Makado once said in one of our Bible study at midnight, and he said, it's just not the same when you are at home and when you are here. As much as the anointing <coughs> can travel distances and that, but there is something that you get by proximity. You remember even the, 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 the shadow of Peter. So they were getting healed, those who were close to the shadow. So if you were far from the shadow, you were not getting healed. Okay? So obviously there is something about being where it is taking place. So those of you who are here, hopefully the Lord is revealing more also to you. Okay, Mke Gurbos Todol. Okay, there is the mic. Thank you. 
Uh, uh, thank you for the opportunity, Bafunze. I think I missed a lot. And, but in this moment, when I was reading this question, I think I also got mostly the things like Abnagot, prayer of confession, whereby the Daniel was praying that to confess all the sins that they have, that they have done, and the prayer for forgiveness, and the prayer for repentance, and he was also interceding for the Israel so that things can happen. This is an eye-opener because now when you go to the Lord and go and pray, you cannot say, like what often they have said, uh, let your will be done. So it doesn't appear here because therefore you won't get the result that you want. Amen. But then if you go there and you pray and you say you're confessing what you've done, mm. I've done this, Lord, I'm appealing for forgiveness. This is what I found here when we, I was Amen. reading. Amen. Thank you very much for that, Mkenguru. And again, then it shows us that when we know these different kinds of prayers, then we'll be skilled in our prayer life. So many times when you thought that prayer doesn't work. It was you who was not working. Okay. Next time you hear somebody saying prayer doesn't work, tell them it's you who is not working. Because you are not learning how to pray. Prayer works. The word of God works. Amen. Other inputs from those of you attending? Yeah, I like it when it's many here. Okay. Mr. Netanjani, Sister Oaripa, Sister Omar, and then Sister Valencia, and Elder Malulek. Greetings. Amen. Amen. I think for me, what stood out, I, I didn't read that another Daniel chapter 9. I went straight to 10. It's, mm. it's looking at, it's very short, but I realized that it's, it's a trap. It's actually long, even though it's just a few verses that were there. But what really stood out for me is the prayer of persistence, like Daniel was in, was persistent in his prayer. He didn't just mm. give up. He went for long. But one thing that really stood out the most was that when you read verse 1, it talks about that it was a, a year of reign of king of Sire, of Seraz, of Pesha, or something like that. And then when you read what delayed the prayer, the answer of Daniel's prayer, the answer of Daniel's prayer was actually the prince of the kingdom of Persia. Mm. So that what really stood out for me there it was is that every challenge that we come across, there's mm. actually demos that are assigned mm. to that challenge. Mm. And this was just an eye opening that never mm. give up. It's actually encouragement that pray harder because mm. also they are fighting harder mm. to extend of about twenty one days. Mm. Amen. No th- thank you for that. That's a powerful observation because what I like is that it says the very first day you prayed, your prayer was answered. But now, why is it taking 21 days? Because there are these principalities. You remember the, 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 our battle is not against flesh and blood, against principalities, against rulers, against wicked spiritual forces in high places. So it means there, there are times when you need this, some of you call it spiritual warfare. Okay? where you need to contend. Because what to me was also telling, he says, the angel says, actually there was nobody to stand with me until Michael had to come and help me. So it seems some of your angels wants you to dispatch them. Amen. 
Because angels are supposed to be ministering spirits who bring our answers. Amen. So I'm excited at that. So sometimes, so I like the issue of also persistence where he continued, continued. But it might be that as you persist, maybe you persist now no longer just asking, but also coming against all the forces of darkness that are blocking your answers. Because it's not God who is stopping your answers. God loves you. I, actually, I would also touch on that because in my summary, I saw what the angel said in chapter 9, the one that you didn't read. He says, ah, the Lord done, God loves you, Daniel. Okay, Marpa. Um, amen. So, um, for me, I think what struck the most was the fact that Daniel knew um, what type of prayer was needed for what situation. And I think that because today we live in South Africa, there are different kinds of prayers. And in this case, the prayer that was needed was not just a quick prayer, a prayer that you know he thought, okay, the response is going to come tomorrow, but it was a prayer that he knew needed persistence. And had he not known what type of prayer he needed, he could have prayed like 20 seconds and then the prayer of the answer would come. Because the fact that the answer came after 21 days just proves that he persisted and he prayed for all those days until Amen. the answer arrived. So for me, I think it's just a challenge to say that it's, it's it, as much as it's important to know the types of prayer, it's also important to know the type prayer to apply to what situation. Amen. And also just the fact that Daniel was in this case not praying for himself but mm. he was interceding on behalf of other people. Mm. So in as much as we can have everything we were praying for our own like for our own selfish needs, it's also important to have the same energy that we have when we're praying for ourselves to also pray for other people, to be able to stand in the gap for other people um, and yeah, Amen. Now thank you very much. That's also a powerful observation because Daniel here, some of you, like I told you that I like the prayer of faith, but it seems it would not have worked there. The one of just making a decree. You say, I've said it is done. 20 seconds, it's over. Okay, so I like the prayer of faith, not because it's short. (laughs) Because some of you, you like it because it's short. Okay. I like it because it brings results also, like other prayers. But where you are needed to travail in prayer, where you are needed to persevere, persevere. Where you are needed to intercede, intercede. Okay? Because sometimes I hear some people saying, you see, you guys say we've got an all-night prayer. I just pray three minutes and I'm finished. I don't know what else to pray. You need to be taught how to pray. Look at Daniel. Look at what Jesus did in in John 17. Because actually the portion that I took for you in John 17, I just took a part. But the prayer of Jesus, that whole John 17, you will see how Jesus was praying. It was not just a decree and it's done. Okay. Who was next? Uh, Sister Omar. Do not fear. Do not fear, Daniel. For the... For from the first day you said you had to understand and humble yourself before God, your words were heard and I have come because of your word. So mm. we can see that the, the, the nature was still lagging behind, mm. but it was he, he was heard. Amen. And then I like the fact that, mm. uh, like Mr. Nettingen mentioned, that he persisted. He knew mm. that I need to persist in this Amen. prayer Amen. so that I can finally see the answer. Amen. 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 
Thank you, Sister Omar, for reminding us. I think I like that statement. I said it, but Mr. MJ, you usually, you want to have uh, some of my quotes. I like this one. <laughs> the, 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 the natural is lagging behind, you see. So, so it's, not that, it's not that it's not done yet in the spirit. It's already there. It's just that the natural and your senses, they are lagging behind. Okay? Thank you, Sister Oma. Indeed, the natural and the, the senses, they were just lagging behind. But already on day one, it was already done. Okay. Sister Valencia. Okay, I'm aware that the time is finished. But it says, if a brother asks you to accompany him for one mile, <laughs> give him two miles. Okay. I think, it's, I think we need to conclude this. Okay, I can't just cut it like that. It's 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 good. Okay, Sister Valencia. Your your voice. We're not hearing you well. Yeah, you can do that. Thank you, Pastor, for the time and greetings in the name of Jesus. Okay, my comment. Before I go to my comment, I had a question. Before you refer that to to the scripture. After learning about the different types of uh, prayers, I had a question like, okay, I know or we know that we have to pray in faith and hope to receive the answers to our prayers. And we also know of praying by prayer and supplications with thanksgivings. Let your request be known to unto God. And then I had a question, does it mean after hearing those types of uh, prayers and Maybe sometimes we're not getting the answers because we're using a uh, wrong type for a certain situation. I had a question, does it mean that if at times we use all the prayers, do we delay the result because we're using wrong prayers? That was the question I had. So when you referred us to the scripture, then Daniel 3, then he started by saying, um, he make a request by prayer and supplication and with fasting. So already there I noticed three prayers, types of prayers that you used for, for, for this certain situation. And then going through the entire portion that you referred to us, then I noticed that there was also somebody who was then I was standing in the gap as a intercessor or praying on behalf of others. And he was fasting as well. And it was a prayer with uh, supplication. And then also, he was somebody who was humble before God. And he was able to ask for forgiveness during his request. So my final comment there, um, it's like at times, yes, our prayers, especially the long ones, we might need to use more than one prayer and be persistent. And to finally see the result. And while doing so, not forgetting the part of being humble, because sometimes God, he can hear the prayers, but delay our prayers because he's searching the, 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 the character or the state of our heart. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Th thank you for that. Thank you also for picking up on those different kinds of prayers and also which prayer to use when. It's not necessarily that because it's long, then it's got to be all kinds or many kinds, but it depends also on the situation, like you rightfully say. And then just the one part, 
On the prayer of faith, you don't pray and hope to get the answer. On the prayer of faith, you pray and know it's done. You believe you receive when you pray. It's different. So you're not looking forward. It's done. Okay? Even if you're, so I think the two, we had the first one, the first example, peace be still, it was done. But also even the fig tree one. According to Jesus, it was finished. That's why when they told him the next day, the fig tree that you cast is withered away. For him, it was already history. Okay? So that's what's the difference with the, with the uh, prayer of, of uh, faith. And I like what uh, you're picking, uh, Sister Valencia, because if you look also at how Daniel used, he knew, it's almost the same point that uh, Sister Omar said, he knew what kind of prayers to use in that case. But I also like your issue about the humility and that thing of going before God with humility. Okay? And uh, and almost like submitting to God. Amen. We can't be arrogant when we go before God. You see why the other one, you remember the other one that says, where it says, even if it's not there, it will be made for you. Where it says, whatever you demand. We don't demand from God. You demand from the enemy. And when your circumstances are not doing, you, you make them bow. Okay? So, it's just that sometimes, you see, with petitions, I see petition in two ways. There is a petition which is a request, but do you know that in the world realm, there's also a petition when people are toy toy. Mm. And, and that's not a request, that's a demand. We demand. I would advise you start by asking. Then when it's not working, you can demand. Okay, I think people sometimes are just used to demanding. Because if you ask, you may receive. But if you ask and realize, I'm not receiving, and you realize, oh, there's the enemy here, then I demand. That's a petition. Okay, Elder. Uh, greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, I also uh, received my portion. Amen. Um, I I noted that in verse 21, I realized that uh, there was a moment where Daniel was still before the Lord. So Mm. in his prayer, there was a moment where he became still, where he allowed God to minister to him. Amen. So it just showed me that as much as I'll be in prayer, mm. I also have a moment to allow God to minister. Amen. To hear God speaking. Mm. So I see that uh, also for Daniel, there's where in a vision he received an mm. instruction. So God was speaking to him. So Amen. Allowing God also to have, to listen to God speaking mm. in a prayer. Amen. And uh, Daniel received the understanding Mm. and insight about what he needs to do. So Mm. that for me uh, stood out. Amen. 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 Thank you very much, Elder. I also like this part of being still before the Lord. 
Be still and know that he is God. So there are times sometimes in your prayer, you know that when we are praying, especially some of those long prayers, you just bombard and bombard and bombard and bombard and bombard and bombard and bombard. Sometimes you need to be still. Okay? And when you are still, it doesn't mean you are slumbering. You know sometimes, especially in all night prayer, when people feel it's quiet, so so that just so that people don't think I'm slumbering, then let me keep on just... No, sometimes you can be still when you are not slumbering. You are allowing the Lord to minister to you and to share with you what he wants to share with you. Because sometimes you find that we are pushing and pushing and pushing when actually you just need that one word. That the Lord gives you that one word. That it's already done. Or just go and do this. Or maybe you are bombarding, bombarding when actually all the spirit of the Lord was going to say to you, your prayer is hindered because of unforgiveness. You are still harboring grudge against so and so. If you had just forgiven that person, your prayer would have already been answered. Now imagine you are not sensitive. You are not allowing the Holy Spirit to minister to you. You are not getting quiet before the Lord. Then you will just be going, going, going and pushing and pushing and pushing. And even sometimes coming against the devil when it's just you who didn't repent or who still have bitterness. Thank you for that, Elder. Bomme, and then after Bomme, then I will also conclude. Because I think now at least you've got, you've got, your cup runneth over. I think you've got more than enough. Amen. So what we need to do next week, I think, okay, when you go now, just like we did with the Bible study one, studying the Bible, I learned a lot of things and we applied those. So even the things that you have learned now, go and be doers. So on Sunday when we come, let's start by sharing our own personal testimonies about how now when you, you, you know how to pray in a skilled way, how you prayed and how things changed and how you were now experiencing your prayer life in a revived way. So we can give that time next week. Let's start with that. Let's share our experiences and just uh, testimonies. Amen. 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 Uh, what I've learned on chapter Daniel chapter 9 verse 2 until 4 until uh, down there but other people they have already said it um, I see Daniel as a person who knows uh, that each and everyone here on earth is having an assignment and uh, as a child of God when he, he, he read the Bible or the, the word of the prophet he saw himself as a person who can do something he didn't ignore it and um, what he did let me read during his first year is, is verse 2 first year as a king I was studying the scripture and noticed in the Lord's message to Jeremiah that 70 years would pass before Jerusalem would be built when he was reading the word he, he saw something and he didn't keep quiet or he didn't go to other people and say did you see what is in the Bible he took it for himself knowing that God is talking with me then when he got it, he turned to the Lord and he prayed to him and asked him for a help. And uh, 
he started to do fasting and i'm i'm learning from daniel that sometimes we need to know what we have in our life sometimes we find that we have a lot or a lot of blessings which god has blessed us with but we don't acknowledge those blessings and we don't see that god has blessed us and we don't go to the lord and ask lord you have blessed me so much what must i do with these blessings what do you want me to use these blessings then i'm learning from daniel that we have a lot what god has given to us sometimes we relax and forget if i can check here i think daniel was in the in the in the babylon but we are on the lockdown amen amen so it's a good time to be a daniel amen that saith woman amen amen, amen. <laughs> So it means it doesn't matter what time or what period we are in. It can be your moment and don't forget what you have. Don't forget what the Lord has laid in your heart. And maybe picking from what she just said, I also like this thing of quoting. <laughs> Because he says as it was written in the book of Jeremiah the prophet. You think that it's only us who ask you to quote? No. <laughs> Even Daniel knew that. So he knew God has already said something in the book of Jeremiah the prophet. So I can go to him knowing that he said something in the book of Jeremiah the prophet. So you also need to know when you go to God what did he say? Amen. Amen. Then you would be bold when you know that God has already said that. And he said, "So I earnestly so he says I Daniel learned from the book of Jeremiah the prophet that Jerusalem must lie desolate for 70 years." So I earnestly pleaded with the Lord God to end our captivity and to send us back to our own land. As I prayed, I fasted. Some of you talked about that prayer and fasting and wore rough sackcloth and I sprinkled myself with ashes and confessed my sins and those of my people. You remember Jesus said when you pray say forgive us our trespasses as we forgive. So it's like It's like these guys already knew some of the things that when Jesus was teaching his disciples these guys already knew some of these things. Oh Lord, I prayed, you are a great and awesome God. What was he doing? You are a great and awesome God. You always fulfill your promises of mercy for those who love and keep your laws. You see what he's doing? Yeah. He says he says You are an awesome God. You are a great and awesome God. So you need sometimes to tell God who he is in your prayer. But we have sinned so much, we have rebelled against you and scanned your commands. We have refused to listen to your servants, the prophets, whom you sent again and again down through the years, which with your messages to our kings and princes and all the people. Oh Lord, you are righteous. Again you can see how he is honoring God. But As for us we are always shamefaced with sin just as you see us now yes all of us the men of Judah the people of Jerusalem and all Israel scattered near and far wherever you have driven us because of our dis- disloyalty to you oh lord we and our kings and princes and fathers are weighed down with shame because of all our sins you see the confession there but the lord our god is merciful and pardons even those who have rebelled against him You see he's saying even if we have rebelled but we know Lord you are merciful. He is taking God at his character. 
Okay? He says, but Lord, you are merciful and pardons even those who have rebelled against you. Oh Lord, our God, we have disobeyed you. We have flouted all the laws you gave us through your servants. I'm reading in TLB. The prophets, all Israel has dis- disobeyed. We have turned away from you and haven't listened to your voice. And so the awesome curse of God has crushed us. The curse written in the law of Moses, your servant. So this guy was good in scriptures. Amen. Yeah, you need to speak what is in the word. So you remember he said something that was in Jeremiah. Now he's saying something that was in the book of Moses. Your prophet. Okay? Your servant. And you have done exactly as you warned us you would do. For never in all history has there been a disaster like what happened at Jerusalem to us and our rulers. Every case against us written in the law of Moses has come true. So he saw that this was already there in the scripture. All the evils he predicted and all have come. But even so, we still refuse to satisfy the Lord our God by turning from our sins and doing the right. right. So the Lord deliberately crushed us with calamity he prepares. He is fair in everything he does, but we would not obey. O Lord our God, you brought lasting honor to your name by removing your people from Egypt in a great display of power. Lord, do it again. You see, I I like how he's praying. You see, he he takes some scriptures and builds a case. He says, you you delivered them from Egypt. Lord, do it again. So taking us out of slavery here is not difficult because you've done it that time. Do it again, Lord. Though we have sinned so much and are full of wickedness, yet because of your faithful mercies, Lord, please turn away your furious anger from Jerusalem, your own city, your holy mountain. For the heavens, for the heathens mock at you because your city lie in ruins for our sins. You see, he's saying the heathens, the people of the world, they are actually mocking at you. When we are in this predicament, because people would usually be saying, where is their God? He says, the heathens are actually mocking at you because of the state that we are in. Oh, our God, hear your servant's prayer. Listen as I plead. Let your face shine again with peace and joy upon your desolate sanctuary for your own glory. Lord, for your own glory. Oh, God, bend down your ear and listen to my plea. Open your eyes and see our wretchedness, how your city lies in ruins, for everyone knows that it is yours. We don't ask because we merit help, but because you are so merciful despite our grievous sins. Did you hear that? This is powerful. He says, because that, you know that sometimes you're praying and then there's this a bit of guilt and something says, the Lord won't do this for you because of this. And He says, we don't ask because we merit help. We ask because of your mercy. Oh Lord, hear us, forgive us. Oh Lord, listen to us and act. Don't delay for your own sake. Oh my God, because your people and your city bear your name. So we bear the name of the Lord. God wants to see things go well with us because we represent him. Even while I was praying and confessing my sin and the sins of my people, desperately pleading with the Lord my God for Jerusalem, we said that's intercession. His holy name, Gabriel, whom I had seen in the earlier vision, flew swiftly to me at the time of evening sacrifice and said to me, Daniel, I'm here to help you understand God's plans. The moment you began praying, 
a command was given. I'm here to tell you what it was. I like these words. For God loves you very much. Don't you, don't you like to hear that? When you are still pleading and praying and praying and now you get encouraged. God loves you very much. You remember Romans 8 from 30, 31, 32. It says, if God did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us, how much more will he give us every other thing? So if you acknowledge the mercy of God in prayer, you also acknowledge his love. You know that he loves you. You are a beloved child. When you ask him, he wants to bless you. He wants to do, make sure that things go well for you. Amen. I think we can end it there. But I'm excited. Amen. I'm enjoying this moment. Amen. A fully pegged one and a half hours of just grilling, grilling and soaking in the word. Amen. So thank you very much, all of you, for being here. And I believe your cup runneth over like mine. And let's go and pray as we've been taught. Because the disciple, one of the disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. And I believe the Lord is teaching us to pray. Like I'm saying, I'm actually seeing these moments as blessed moments. Yeah, I'm actually seeing this is good. So that's why I'm reminded about what the elder once said. He said it should be hard to be the devil because even when you've made a very big thing and you think here yeah, people will be in trouble, they still, it still works to their advantage. So for me, this is working to our advantage. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying church this way for this period. Amen. So I would want us to all just uh, pray, thank God for the word that we've had and also pray for our gifts your tithes, your offerings that you want to give unto the Lord. Speak to the Lord about your gift. Then after praying, then we're going to give our gifts to the Lord. Uh, We need to get the offering basket. So you're thanking God for the word that you've heard and what the Lord has ministered to you in your heart. Then you also pray for your gift to the Lord. Then after we've given our gifts, we are going to close all of us and depart. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you, Father. You are faithful. You are holy. You are mighty, O God. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Father, for teaching us to pray. Lord, thank you for teaching us to pray. Father, we may be skillful in our prayers. But mighty Father, indeed, as we pray, we will not be like those that waste punches. But Father, we will box like skilled boxer. In the name of Jesus, even in our prayer lives, O God, indeed, we know how to do it in a way that our prayers will be effective. That our prayers will always bring results. In the name of Jesus, mighty Father, we thank you. We honor you. Thank you, Lord, even for this gift that I'm giving to you, O God. My offering, Lord, into your, in your house. Thank you, my Father, that you multiply the seed sown and you increase the fruit of my righteousness. In the name of Jesus, Father, we give you praise. We give you glory.
in Jesus' name.